Good morning, everybody. We only have a four-game NBA slate tonight, but there's lots of news to watch out for today. There are several guys listed as day-to-day or questionable, but not many of them have been ruled in or out yet. So we have Locke at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Jimmy Butler is the only person that we might not get news on. There's a 10.30 start out on the West Coast between Minnesota and Golden State. So if we don't get news before lock on that, if you're throwing in a ton of lineups, you might want to consider Jimmy Butler. But other than that, that's all I have for the intro. We'll get right into it today. We'll start off with the Denver Nuggets at the New York Knicks. There was no implied total yet when I was doing my research for this game. For Denver, Gary Harris is questionable. And again, several guys are day-to-day or questionable today. So I tried to pick my favorite plays based on matchups, not if the guys were to sit out. I'll also cover that, but... So Gary Harris, questionable for the Knicks. I definitely like Jamal Murray. His uh, his salary is 6700 on DraftKings. Uh, the highest it's been all season is 6900 I think that only happened one game. So if, his, if Harris is out, I'm probably going to be comfortable fading him, but his upside is... Uh, his upside is 40, 50 points whenever Harris sits out, so I would definitely consider him if he's out. Trey Lyles, he's 5,200 on FanDuel. His, his main value really comes from shooting the ball and scoring. So his last four out of five games, he's been under 10 shots. Their coach, Mike Malone, has been just throwing out crazy lineups. And uh, it's really hard to predict, but Lyles is a good scorer, and it's a pretty decent matchup here. He could have a big night. Um, Kristaps Porzingis and Kyle O'Quinn are questionable on the other side of the ball so watch out for news on that I would like Trey Lyles if either of those guys end up sitting out so Mason Plumley, he's 5,000 on FanDuel only 4,400 on, uh, on DraftKings so he's started two out of the last four games he sees about 30 minutes whenever he starts and I'm pretty sure he got I think it was like 35 or 45 fantasy points um both games he started, so if Plumlee is in the starting lineup, you have to consider him tonight, I would say, just because of the salary. And then again, Gary Harris is questionable, so if he sits out, I would definitely consider Will Barton. 6500 on FanDuel, only 5800 on DraftKings. So he'll get the start at shooting guard if Harris is out, most likely. And then he also runs point guard with the second unit. So he'll probably get some free assist numbers there, and he'll also be able to attack the basket. We'll move over to the Knicks side of the ball. Again, Porzingis is questionable with the knee, and Kyle O'Quinn questionable with the calf. I don't know the extent of either of these injuries, but they did sit out Tuesday, and they were limited in practice on Wednesday. It's kind of getting to that uh, portion of the season where you just have to grind it out. So I'm not sure if this is just rest-related or if they're actually pretty serious injuries. Definitely keep, some, uh, keep your eye out for news on that. Enos Cantor, I'm definitely going to fade him unless both of those guys are out. Um, he's an inefficient rebounder, not the greatest upside in offense. He averages about 12 a game. He's consistent with that, but he doesn't really go over about 12. He did have a 30% usage rate last game when was, uh, Porzingis and O'Quinn were out, but he still only put up 31 points on DraftKings. You know, if he has another 30% usage rate, you would definitely have to play him tonight, but... That's going to be uh, based on the based on the injury news. Another one based off injury news, if both those guys sit out, I would definitely lock Michael Beasley in, probably if Kyle O'Quinn is out. I'm not going to spend too much time on that, though. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., 6,300 on DraftKings. He's only 5,900 on FanDuel, so I like to play better there. 
but I love the way he plays. He's finally saw 34 minutes in his last game uh, coming back off his injury. So hopefully that's a trend that continues. If he can see 34, 34, 35 minutes a game, I think he'll easily be able to hit value at 6,300. His usage rate has been really weird. It's been all over the place since his return at 18, 22, 24, 21, 28, and 28. Obviously the games that he had 28 and 24, he he hit value, and I think he had a couple 40-point games. So you got... um, yeah, you got to hope for a 25% plus usage range tonight, but I think he's one of my favorite shooting guards on the play, or on the slate, sorry. So we'll move over to Minnesota at Golden State Warriors. Again, there's no total for this game. We'll get into the Timberwolves. Jimmy Butler is doubtful. Don't know if we'll get news before lock, but I'm really hoping we do. It'll, uh, it'll change quite a bit if we get news on Jimmy Butler. So, Andrew Wiggins, he's 6,500 on FanDuel, 7,000 on DraftKings. If you're playing FanDuel, you can consider him, but I mean, it just feels wrong to play Andrew Wiggins at 7,000. Maybe it's just a personal thing, but I mean, he's going to have a tough matchup either way. Whether Butler plays or he doesn't, he'll be matched up with KD or Clay. Both are good defenders, and he's definitely undersized against KD. So I'm just, I'm just going to go with the fade on Wiggins tonight, unless you're playing FanDuel. Taj Gibson, he's 5.6K on both sites. Um, this is only a guy that I would play if Jimmy Butler sits out. His shot attempts go up whenever Butler's out, and he's basically guaranteed 36 to 40 minutes a game. That's not just for him. That's any Timberwolves starter. But, you know, guy's on the court for 40 minutes, and he only needs 28 points. I think it's possible. He had a really good game last game. Uh, He put up 31 on DK, but that statistic might be a little bit skewed because he fouled out pretty early in that game. Um, Again, I don't think we'll get news on Butler, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to play Todd Gibson tonight, but you might have to consider him. So Jamal Crawford, he's only 3,500 on DraftKings. Um, If Butler's out, I imagine that he'll be in the starting lineup. Their little experiment with Bielitsa went horribly so yeah Jamal Crawford only 3,500 he opens up some room for some other big guys on the slate so if he gets announced as a starter tonight definitely play Jamal Crawford um the warrior side of the ball Jordan Bell is out and Clay Thompson is probable I think he had a thigh contusion but I'm not too worried about that I'm going to assume that he plays tonight Steph Curry is 9,900 on FanDuel, 10,400 on DraftKings. If you're playing FanDuel, I would would lock Curry in tonight. Anytime he's under 10K, that almost seems like a steal to me. He's been consistently around 50 points since his return from injury. The T-Wolves really like to trap point guards. That's how they play their defense successfully. But if Jimmy Butler is out, that becomes a lot harder with... um, It'll be Teague and... Crawford trying to trap him and I mean it's Steph Curry teams have tried to double team him he'll either step back and hit it in your face or uh, he'll find the open man in a passing lane so I love Steph Curry tonight Draymond Green 8,100 on FanDuel 7,500 on DraftKings um I love Draymond Green's matchup tonight. This is the lowest that his salary has been in two weeks on DraftKings. And um, with Jordan Bell out, his minutes are almost guaranteed. So um, 
Yeah, if you're playing FanDuel tonight, I'd probably say Steph Curry, DraftKings, I'd go Draymond Green. But we'll move on from that game. I don't like anybody else. The Washington Wizards, uh, they have a 105 implied total at the Oklahoma City Thunder, who have a 110 implied total. Uh, if, you're, if you're using the stacking strategy tonight, this is the game to do it. Um, Otto Porter is questionable with a hip injury. So John Wall is 8,500 on DraftKings. That's almost a steal. He's 9,500 on FanDuel. Um, he struggled with the shot in the last three games, and he does have a tough matchup against Westbrook here. But I expect a pretty big bounce back game, and um, he's not scared to shoot the ball, even if he doesn't. Uh, even if he does throw up 15 shots and doesn't, uh, and only makes four or five of them, he has other ways to fill the stat sheet with assists, blocks, steals, free throws, anything like that. So I like Wall tonight. Bradley Beal, he's 7,200 on DraftKings. Um, you could definitely stack Wall and Beal tonight. Um, I think Otto Porter's injury might be a little bit more serious than the team is leading on. Maybe not more serious, but maybe preventing him a little bit more than he'd like to admit. So I think Wall and Beal will probably be the main scorers for the Wizards tonight. Um, if Porter does against announced does a get get announced out, sorry, I can't uh, can't find my tongue today. I would consider Kelly Oubre Jr. He'll probably be crazy a high-owned if Porter does sit out, so I like him better if Porter plays. You might hope for a minute restriction, uh, see if Ubre gets some extra minutes, and he's a great basketball player, so whenever he runs with that second unit, he always has the ability to score. That's probably all for the Wizards side of the ball, though. I don't, I'm not really in love with anybody else. I don't like, uh, I don't like Morris or Gortat. So we'll move over to the Thunder. Westbrook is 11-9 on FanDuel, 11-4 on DraftKings. I know he was hovering around 13000 last year, but this salary just seems insane to me. It's a little bit prohibitive with 11-4, and uh, I think there's a better value out on the slate. I'm going to go ahead and fade Russell Westbrook tonight. Obviously, that could hurt me any night, but I'm hoping that it doesn't tonight. So the shooting forwards I love from Oklahoma City both uh, both Melo and Paul George Melo is 6100 on DraftKings and Paul George is 7600 so if Otto Porter is slowed by his hip or he's out um, these guys are just going to feast in that matchup I don't know who their third string is but if they're going up against Oubre Jr. and somebody else I imagine Paul George and Melo will have crazy nights tonight uh, both love shooting just as much as Russ does so you don't have to worry about shot attempts and uh, their salaries combined are only 13700 to where Russ's is 11400 So we only need about 34 from each guy to hit value instead of a crazy, what, 60-something or 50, upper 50-point 50 game from Russell Westbrook. So I might consider the Melo Paul George stack tonight. And then if you don't like anybody on the Thunder, maybe Andre Roberson, uh, 4.6K on FanDuel, 3800 on DraftKings. Really a nice salary saver. Uh, his biggest upside is going to be on defense. Maybe uh, steals or getting an open three whenever the other guys are hogging the ball. He's not a great scorer, so you can't, uh, you can't expect too much offensive upside from him tonight. Okay, we'll keep this last game quick. The Sacramento Kings, they have a 95 implied total. I think that's the worst I've seen since I've started doing these podcasts. But um, And then they're at the Miami Heat, who have a 105 implied total. 
My strategy on this game, if you're playing it, I'm just going to stack the centers. I think this is going to be an extremely boring game, and the best thing you can hope for is just kind of a slugfest in the paint. So Willie Cauley-Stein is 7,500 on FanDuel, 6,500 on DraftKings, and then Hassan Whiteside is 9,300 on FanDuel, 8,400 on DraftKings. So both guys are extremely underpriced on DraftKings, almost a 1,000 difference for each of them. So... Um, yeah, that's definitely a great DraftKings stack tonight if you want to stack this game. I don't want to entertain too many other guys, but from the Kings, Bogdanovich has been struggling lately, and Buddy Heald has been hot. Um, I might go with Bogdanovich. I feel like he's under 5K again, and he's probably got the best offensive upside on that team. But I really like the centers the best. So over on Miami's side of the ball, it's going to be James Johnson, 5,500 on DraftKings. He's really not the best scorer. Uh, he's at his best when he can really bully his way and push his people around or push people around in the paint. So he scored 20 last night. I know I just said he's not the best scorer, but um, that had to be one of his his season highs. He's not a he's not a great player, but great matchup. Um, he only needs 28 for value. I feel like he could really bully his way around tonight. But uh, check out my website, guys. Uh, I think that's all I got for you guys tonight. I have two free lineups, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Drillacape, D-R-I-L-L-C-A-P-E, or just search McBeamers DFS. Uh, I'll be around all day to answer, answer any questions you, got, you guys might have. And then, again, lock is at 7.30 Eastern time tonight, so I'll ha probably have two updated lineups out around 7 o'clock Eastern time for you guys. All right, thank you.